Hi, thanks for joining us on another episode of Teacher Nerds Podcast. Joe and Ron are self-proclaimed teacher nerds geeking out on all things education. They are looking to move educational practices out of the 1900s factory worker model to a student-driven classroom full of empathetic, creative, and collaborative students who are willing to take risks. Joe and Ron welcome you to join discussions they used to have privately, where they discussed educational tools, techniques, ideas, policies, and much more. Joe is a third grade teacher and Ron a technology teacher for grades three to eight. Thank you for listening and becoming one of the teacher nerds. Check us out on teachernerds.com and that's nerds with a Z. Find us on Instagram at teacher nerds podcast or on Twitter at teacher nerds. And now a word from a sponsor. For have you heard about the nerds? What's the word? Teacher nerds. You can tweet them out on Twitter. You can find them on the gram. After listening to their podcast, you'd be sitting there like, bam! Trying to take the teaching from one level to the next. Reaching up to Canada and down to Mexico. Gotta go. Teaching nerds. Start the show. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Teacher Nerds Podcast. I'm Ron Nober. I'm Joe DiPaolo. I'm a technology teacher, third grade to eighth grade. And I teach third grade. And today we have a special guest. We have Mrs. Jennifer Horner. She is the principal at Southampton Township Schools 2 and 3. And we're going to be talking about RTI. Good morning, Ms. Horner. Good morning. It's great to have you here. Thank you for taking time. Come in early and join us. On a Friday, too, no Yeah, less. right. After the day after <laughs> Halloween <laughs> on a Friday. Sleepy mornings, definitely. Yeah. Um, so, but before we begin, we always start our show with two yes more, one no way, and we're going to be doing pizza edition today. Sweet, man. All right, so we're going to start into it. It's time for two yes more, one no way. All right. So, Mrs. Horner, do you want to start us off with your two yes mores, one no way pizza? Sure. All I right. could actually eat pizza every day. Yes, man. I agree. <laughs> yep. I agree. It's the only food that tastes good, both hot and cold. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah. Absolutely. I think working where we work, it's it's a tease. We write right, right down the street from Mazamo. <laughs> mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many times I pack a salad for lunch and it always ends up Next Getting day eaten the next something. day yeah. because I'm like, I'm running for pizza. <laughs> All right. Well, I'd say one of my favorite local pizza places, you already mentioned Massimo's, would be um, Red Star. Okay. Okay. Yep. Another favorite. Another favorite in Southampton here. Yes. Yep. And uh, in Marlton, Mod Pizza. Very Mod good. Pizza. I've never had Mod Pizza. I don't. Where are they in Marlton? They are, it's not, it's where Trader Joe's is in that okay. shopping center. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, um, you can get just regular pizza or you can get gourmet pizzas. They make, you can get mini pizzas or... Nice. Um, and they also do a variety of different salads, so okay. it cool. makes you nice. not feel so bad. Right, right. So you can get that mini pizza and a salad, and then you're, you're feeling all right. Mm-hmm. What about one no way, one that you're just not uh, into? Pizza Hut. Pizza, yeah, okay. okay. I can get that, like the chain pizza. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that. Pizza Hut got out of control with just everything they want to do to the pizza and stuffed crust pizza. Right. And and I, do they have a pretzel? Yeah. And I love I, pretzels, but I don't know about pretzel pretzels on pizza. a pizza. Yeah, well, somebody's doing Doritos in the Dorito in pizza? pizza or something. Oh, no, no. no that's just not, ruined it. Yeah. All right. Um, Joe, you want to go? 
Um, I will. I'm going out of the state. Um, oh, okay. Growing up in Delaware County, right outside of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it's just because I was. It's those great childhood memories. But the first place is Sea Cane Pizza, and uh, that's in Delaware County. And it's a, a, it's a tinier pie. I think it's an English pie or something like that. Okay. It's just it's it's delicious, and it's. I mean, it's cheese on bread, but. I don't know what made it different. I just remember, and I even called my mom last night, and she's like, "I think, I think it's an English pie." Like she couldn't remember the name, um, but it was in Sea Cane Pizza, um, and it just really brings back those good childhood memories. And my second, uh, my second one started in in Philly, and when we came over to Jersey, I ordered at a pizza place uh, what they refer to it's a calzone, mm-hmm. and I just remember getting. I'm like, this is not what I want because at the double decker in uh, Prospect Park. It's uh, they do these inside outs and and yep. I don't know what was so and it's I guess it's a pizza turnover but I think it was the sauce they use and right. I mean they were just delicious, um so those are my two yeses my my one no way you know I'm thinking about it and and I agree Miss Horner like Pizza Hut's not my thing Domino's or Papa John's mm-hmm. but I'll but if it's on the table I'll still eat it so I guess my my one no way would have to be uh, pizza by Alfredo's. Which uh, if, if, uh, from the on office, the office, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> tastes like hot garbage. Right. I think. <laughs> well, and is it pizza by Alfredo's or Alfredo's, Alfredo's Pizza, pizza. Cafe? <laughs> um, so that's it. Like I don't, I, I appreciate really good pizza, but I'll still eat you'll really eat, bad. You eat right, exactly, yeah. right. Uh, so what do you think, Ron? All right, so I'm going outside of New Jersey as well. I'm going back to home, and we had in Philly, we had a place called Santucci's square pizza so it was Mm. you know that sicilian style pizza but they did reverse so they put crust cheese and then your sauce what's it called it was called santucci's square pizza okay um i had tweeted it out somebody was looking for pizza places i think during like texpo or something and i had tweeted it out like santucci's was a was a place to go um so you know really love Santucci's and the other is up in Cape Cod where uh, we go in the the summer New England style pizza is a different style of pizza there's something about the crust that's different Um, it's not quite as thick as like a Chicago style thick crust but it's a it's a good pizza I almost said for my one no way anyone outside of Jersey New York or Philadelphia that makes pizza man you got to try a New England style It Boston style they call it you know um, huh. really good interesting and my one no way and you know every once in a while I'll see this at Massimo's um, which I love their pizza right. but every once in a while you'll see one with like lettuce and tomato it's like a hoagie pizza or something oh, like yeah, it's got you don't lettuce. like that have you ever oh, had it oh man uh, just lettuce and tomato on yeah, a pizza just doesn't they, in the oven and it's warm it, oh I'm man i'm telling you it's oh, oh, you gotta try you gotta try it. Right, i'll try a slice a next time sandwich right is it yeah. quiznos right Quiz- yeah yeah so it's it's good ron it's really good if you're in the mood for pizza it's not good but it's good to try, to try if just, you're like over there and you're like because they even i think there's provolone cheese on Mm -hmm. it so you do get that i guess those are fats right oh man man. it's it's all right i'll give give it it a try try. now i'll give it a try but yeah yeah, i see that and i'm like "Eh, i don't know lettuce on pizza i'm not so sure well the messy pizza at red star too they have lettuce on it's amazing what else is on the messy pizza it's their chicken they do um and of course, it's not healthy, but they like do. Like a Caesar? It's, like a, it's almost like a Caesar salad on a pizza. Okay, yep. Okay. Yeah, that's... Right. Yeah. I'm going to have to try some lettuce on pizza. Yeah. 
All right. All right. <laughs> so that was our pizza edition of Two Yes More, One No Way. And never go wrong with pizza. No, you never go wrong. I mean, it's so good. But we're going to get started with uh, RTI. All right. Responses to intervention. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I know, how long have we been doing RTI? I mean, four years, five years? Uh, I think it's been six longer years. than that. I, probably six or seven. I know. I started yeah. and it was our basic skills program right. that right. evolved into RTI. Right. Um, so it's a multi-tiered approach, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Tiered one, tier two, and tier three. Um, and it supports students uh, needing their their help in learning, um, math, reading, but also behaviors. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's not just struggling students. It's a way where we're also hitting uh, the higher level students. Right. That's a common myth is that it's just for struggling students. Right. And, and we I- also use it to support those students that are working above grade level or maybe working at grade level and with a little extra support could be working above grade level. Right. So, And, and I think that's where some some districts may kind of miss out on, mm-hmm. on part of that where they only target yes you know struggling students and i I think you know i take some of the higher level students Mm -hmm. um in here and we do you know some 3d printing or some podcasting Mm -hmm. and you do like you see them growing where maybe if they were just kind of working on their own during an rti time there wouldn't be a growth um you know in what they were doing because they're not getting support to to push them a little bit right right and and to to have them find their passions and, and right. see what they're find. interested in to to not necessarily give them facts to study but learn them how or learn them teach <laughs> show them how to learn and and figure things out right. and then pursue their passions um but it, you know rti i guess starts with the screenings right universal screenings yes. that we use star 364 to identify um where they where they need the help and and i love star 360 because it has the different plans mm-hmm. where after they they take the initial, the enterprise test, right, which is the beginning of the, the year test, the benchmark. Mm-hmm. Three times and, a year we do it, in the winter, the fall, and the spring. And mm-hmm. then the progress monitoring, mm-hmm. um, students that don't fall in, is it tier one? Is it tier one that meets five days a week, or is that tier three? Well, our our school district, so going back to the screenings, if, if you fall below the 25th percentile, um, we're required to take a look at everything, and we're actually required in our policy to provide services at least to look at everything and determine whether we're going to provide services or not but tier one is um the first tier so that would be for um done in the classroom so that's where we're meeting three days a week it could be done in in larger groups those would be the students that um we send so we have a lot of especially in school two grade three to five we have three different rti periods so each grade level has a different rti period in the middle school we share the rti period so we don't we have all hands on deck but we also have a lot of things that happen during the rti period whereas in um school two we have our step program which runs during the same rti period and then we also have for example mr nober you're available for the fifth grade right and you you also do um we send some students to you to do some innovative activities right so we meet two days a week mm -hmm. with two Two different groups two different groups yeah and then um mrs arian the media specialist she also runs book clubs for students that we send out uh, so we have like a variety of things going on and then that's tier one and the teachers all take different groups as right. well and you switch classes we also infuse 
spark in there as well well i thought what was great about the teacher groups last year is we had some students that Mm -hmm. had maybe that social and emotional learning aspect that they needed hit and and that was new for me because i always thought it was reading writing but it's it's hitting their needs you know so what they need during that time yeah so there's no set number of we take a look at the data and you know this from our grade level meetings and we determine what we need and that's what i have yep data it's driven by data driven by data Mm -hmm. and it's got to be easily accessible right and Mm -hmm. and and useful Mm -hmm. um otherwise it's it's I don't want to say a waste, but you're you're almost like running in circles right. if you're not watching and monitoring. Right. And tier two, um, that meets also four days a week, sometimes five. And those groups can be from four to six kids. And tier three is when you get into those targeted groups where it might be one to two students in a group and they're meeting four to five times a week. And that's where like we're doing the LLI. Or, um, or LLI, LLI is done during the tier two services. Um, the Wilson would be done during tier three services. Okay, so there is a difference between LLI and Wilson. I know I know there are different programs, but mm-hmm. even so Wilson is is more uh, target driven. Or it's it's uh, phonics based and it's for um, it depends on it's a developing reader. okay. but um, students can go um, hmm. be in that in Wilson program for quite some time till they go through all the books and things like that. Right. Uh, LLI you can do as a tier three program. Uh, however, the way we run LLI, we try to put four to five students in it, which okay. the number of students okay. would take it to a different I gotcha. tier. Um, we also, depending on what the needs are, we can also run tier two math groups. Right, right, and that's I was doing that last year mm-hmm. uh, with just math sense. Mm-hmm. Um, right, and and even so, if you run math workshop and you hit some skills, and then you run RTI and you can have a math group, right. and it just gives you more of an opportunity uh, to address the kids and specifically what they mm-hmm. need. Yeah, you can drill really drill down the skill and run a group for that. Right, and you know you're reevaluating every six weeks, so you know you can work on a specific skill. And if they master it or are ready to move on, work on another skill. Kids, right. The groups are fluid. So kids, well, we just changed our groups yes. based on all the STAR 360, right, and the FMP benchmarks. Mm-hmm. So we had things starting from the beginning based on last year's scores. And that's one of the things I have to work on this weekend is redesigning our matrix because we just started um, at our last grade level meeting, uh, Ms. Hannah and Ms. Clark. You know, we I said, so are we doing anything with Spark? Because with the class Q, right. I had mentioned can- everyone can do it. We could put the class queue up in our room, which is a website where kids can put up a message on the board saying, I need help with this. And if a teacher is working with a student, they can't necessarily get to them, but other kids can see it. Mm-hmm. So I said, we can just do that. And they said, well, would you? what would you think about last year we had everyone coming into one room? Can we send the kids to your room? And we want to send this kid, this kid, yeah. and this. And I said, sure, you know, we'll, right. we'll, get, we'll get their spark time going. And... They always come in. They're like, I don't know what to, you know, what are you passionate about? I don't know. Video right, games, yeah, yeah. you know, so we have the matrix and it helps them narrow down their passions. And yep. it's, it's really, it's a, it's a great program because you see kids that might be a struggling reader, but if you give them an opportunity mm-hmm. to look at something and study something that they want to, they'll persevere through it. Um, so it is really a, a cool program to see that happen. And then they, you know, create websites or, yep. or videos. And when we were doing the spark showcases in the back of the cafeteria, you know the the third grade students are showcasing a fourth grade students are coming up and they're seeing what they're doing and it's you know yeah. they get the chance yeah. to be these superstars where m- 
maybe they're not a superstar in school because they're not getting straight right. A's, but... Right. right, we've we've had students present at lunch to the other students. We've had students come out to the board meetings, right, right, yep. and it, it's really nice because you have a student that um, may not they may be a struggling reader, but not enough that they're falling into that category where they fit into a group where they're reading way below, you know, one or two grade levels below. But they do something like Spark. And they find something that they're passionate about. And next thing you know, you do see an improvement in the classroom with their other subject areas. Right. Because they're like, wow, I can do this. And it might be more of a confidence issue or, you know, um, or just they an, didn't really an interest. like yeah, an interest. Yeah. They didn't find what they like. And once you build up those skills, the other things aren't as difficult right. for them. Right. So it is nice that we were able to open up um all those different avenues and have that having it one period where mr Bapala right. just said students can come the classrooms are all right there they can come in and out of the classrooms right. uh see another student you know the students are helping one another which is great yeah and, and that also i mean again i think that's a an experience of if you can teach something you've kind of got some mastery of it if you can teach it to someone else now right? I, I will say this at you know in third grade eight nine years old we had to teach them how to yeah. how to how to do it because right. they just want to take it and do it oh, for the other person a lot of times. Well, we're using the classroom cue, and we told them if you have a problem, you put up there. I need help with mm -hmm. this. How do I do this on a website? Right. So, and kids are just no one's working, and they're just watching they're waiting the to see who right. comes up, and, and comes if up. nothing comes up, so now people are typing. Hey, do you need help with anything? <laughs> Question mark. You know, so but they need those are the skills. You know, we just expect so many times for kids Most to come definitely. in. I mean, think of the beginning of the school year. You have to go over the expectations. Right. You have to tell students. You have to practice. You have to practice yeah. that. It's the same thing. I mean, back in the day when I taught, you didn't really post the objective and go over it and everything. Right. It was almost like, what are we going to learn today? Right, right. It's, it's a secret. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's like, oh, you tell them what you're going to teach right. them and what you're going to learn. And then they're looking for that. And wow, isn't that interesting? Right. And, and that it makes works. a little bit of a difference <laughs> when does. you come in and say, "What yeah. are you learning? You know, yeah. why are you learning mm -hmm. that?" Because you're you're cognizant of it right. and mm -hmm. you're you're thinking about it. I uh, I love Spark, and I do love those Spark Time activities where the students are able to just showcase, mm -hmm. you know, what they've learned and and to foster it now. And you know, we talked right. about the teched up teacher and yeah. everything that he's allowing those kids to do and. You know the entrepreneurship club like everything right. rolls over into each mm -hmm. other and these students can be so successful and you talk about it you have to try it because if you don't try it you'll never know right you know so now hey you know we can push it forward if you're using the classroom queue you really do have to take the time and, right. and talk right. about Teach you know like you do it. in September how do you line up quietly yep. how do you line up quickly nope that's not it do it over again yep. um, and then once that happens you do have experts in the class. So it's so easy to work with a small group of three kids mm -hmm. and not be interrupted because yeah. the that spark activity, the spark time is gonna run smoothly. Right. It also teaches, um, you know, and I think, I, I hope it's done it for the teachers too, is to try different things. You right. know, take a, take a chance, see right, if, sure. you, if you wanna do that and and see how it works out and if it doesn't work out okay right you know well then we try something else and it has actually led to um in rti it's been really nice it actually has led to years ago now we have a fifth grade advanced math class which right. we didn't have before and just last year from uh third grade we had a student in third grade that was actually doing 
fourth grade math and this year she completely is going into the fifth grade classroom oh, and wow. she's okay. a fourth grade student cool. so it's it's these things are all things that were pushed from the teachers saying hey let's can we try this and right. it's like yeah go ahead and and it's really benefiting the students and i guess it also you know like with rti it, it's not going to you're not going to see the full benefit of the rti for a few years in to RTI. It's not going to be just this quick right. and done. Right. Um, you know, it is going to take some time. Well, certain programs, I mean, the the um, level literacy interventions, the LLI that we talk about, you really do, the thing that is nice about that is it is tied in to our program, our reading program. Okay. And uh, the thing that's nice about that is you do see growth. Uh, amongst the levels, very pretty quickly. Well, you figure because they're they're the they're the lower level lower readers. Level, yes. So they're reading during LLI, you know, so during their RTI time, mm -hmm. then they're meeting with the teacher more often in guided reading mm -hmm. groups. So it's just it's another opportunity to work with them in a small group on on reading strategies. Because I remember, I actually I, I don't remember how I learned how to read, mm -hmm. but obviously I, I learned how to read and I employ all these strategies. And and with the Cerevalo program. You know, they 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 basically lay it out for you. Like at this, this is an emergent level reader. This right. is this is an on level reader, and these are things you should be looking mm -hmm. for. So it does now make sense. They had that bag of tricks and the strategies, um, and that's what's great to to watch them persevere when they're reading those articles online. You know, they're able, they're interested on dogs, so they're reading these names and they can't pronounce the names, but they're pulling things out of, you know, the the paragraphs for context clues and they're taking information and you know they they want to talk to you about oh right you know i need a i need someone who's an expert on dogs and and they're taking what you say and they're building websites and they're putting videos into websites and at eight years old it's it's just pretty cool to see and when we take them to the board meeting mm -hmm. and and they're they have posters that when you touch them you know they're about migrating animals and these birds chirp and 40 or 50 people on the board meeting are like oh my god you know and, yeah, they, and yeah, the yeah. little girl <laughs> sees it and, and you know she gets it again and the mm -hmm. and they're you know the just reactions and then to see them just yeah you know light up and take right. the microphone and talk in front of a room full of adults right. at, at eight years old right that's pretty powerful so back you know kind of going back to rti i mean i know you seem to have mrs horner a, a, a passion real a passion for it um so where did that like this was like your baby from? right right well, kind, yes, yeah kind yes. of your baby yeah. uh, well i um i started actually my career as an english teacher and i um was also a reading specialist okay so on the high school level um i taught you know freshman english i also got to teach mass media i taught public speaking but one of the courses i did get to teach as well that I taught from the very first time my very first year was um, for the students that did not pass the high school proficiency test okay so I had which is taken as a sophomore or? it was a it was taken as a junior at the time um, so I had juniors and seniors and um, I team taught that with a special ed teacher okay and I had that for my I taught for seven years and I had that for seven years and so um, to see those students what we were doing in those classes and I learned pretty quickly that if you are going to engage students in reading it has to be something that they're interested in and so here you had the students in that class were reading books that were very babyish they were not 
um, high interest but low level readers. And so it was a struggle to get them to read. So I started looking at different ways to approach their learning. So I started looking at some novels where there was a movie attached to it, Mm. where you could offer some incentive. Mm -hmm. And um, at the time, the the book, The Firm, was very big in the middle, in the high school. High school, school. okay. And so our students in that class, you know, that wasn't on their curriculum. It was part of um, the regular ed class. And so I got them to to read that. I said, let's wow, okay. let's take this book and just to see how proud they were to carry the same book around that everybody, right, that else, everybody else. Yeah. And um, then we were going to get to watch the movie. And remember, I had juniors and seniors, so they were seventeen and right. eighteen so, years yeah. old. So they, they could <laughs> yeah. watch. So the firm. yes. Yeah. And so um, I I learned a lot from teaching those students, and I also learned a lot from working with my inclusion teacher. So I was pretty excited um, when we did begin RTI here, and I was able to use some of that background um, when I was vice principal. When I was a vice principal in um, one of my other school districts in Stratford, I was the basic skills coordinator okay. at the time. So I was able to um, work on that program and. You know, really expand that program in Stratford, and then in, in when I moved to Marlton uh, as Blue House principal, I was also able to use my English background. In uh, I was the English department chair, and I was okay. able to do that. So I always had kind of had my hand in it. So I was really excited when um, we started here with some of these programs, and when I was told you know do what you want to do in your two schools that was really um that was fun and then the teachers kind of jumped on board too and it's just evolved over the past few years to some really great things yeah and i guess seeing the high school like you you now see how i mean Mm -hmm. not that we don't all know it's important but if we can get attack that reading skills Mm -hmm. down at third fourth fifth grade yeah how much easier it is to to help them out then in high school well i mean this goes on in our k-1-2 building right Mm -hmm. true yeah yeah you know um and and i know that they do a little different right they push in right in some of the classes um but it is it's it's one of the things you always say i don't have time i don't have time you don't have time so this is a built-in block of time right. Right. to gives, address their students right. needs which is nice whether it's yeah. struggling whether it's to push them you know uh, right. denise sunbury does right. the, step the step program, program. Yep. and in middle school we do the same thing but we have one period and so during that period we have um enrichment classes for right. students that are on level we have um our advanced courses enrichment classes for the students during that time as well our advanced science runs out of their advanced language arts for sixth grade that runs out of that period that ninth period rti and then we have the rti services we have a reading lab and a math lab and um we meet our inrs team meets where we determine who goes in to those classes based on the data we analyze the data we just had that meeting um earlier right well, we had the middle the middle school meeting was last week, and um, it's just we scheduled every. I mean, we have nine groups of students wow. receiving LLI, um, and so that's that's pretty cool. I mean, it's it's neat that we are able to combine. Uh, this year, we're combining some of our special ed resources with our regular ed resources, and oh, cool. so um, you know we're always looking for ways that we can because I only have three official RTI teachers for sixth grade levels here. Right. So, okay. And you and for LLI, that's a specific program. Yes, Wilson, that's yes, a specific yes, program right, with yeah. a lot of training. So I am, I'm always looking for people that 
you know, have a free period, duty period. Um, Mrs. Stevenson comes down. She works right. with. She, she runs a math group. For she third runs a grade. math group for third grade. Uh, she has a math background as well as a science, science. background. Okay. So, you know, we're always looking for people that are available that have time in their schedule and I'll try to find a way to use them. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it, I, you know, I think as a teacher, you'd rather be doing that than doing, you know, sitting at a bathroom, a duty, right? you know, like, or a hallway, you know, you'd yes. rather be in helping the students. Right. That's, Most that's definitely. Do. And then I think with, with Mrs. Stevenson, I know for sure she sees them a couple yes, of years later. She does. Right. And, and some she of those so there's a relationship. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You build that relationship. Yeah. Yes. And, and sees them in the cafeteria everything. too. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, it's, it, it's good. It's very important because, you know, we also learn just an aside, not from RTI, but with some of our our work that we're doing with climate and culture, if you have a relationship with someone, you're far more likely to empathize with them. Right. Right. And, um, you know, that's something that we've continue to talk about all the time. And so the more students that you can come into contact with and build those relationships with, I think it, it makes our school a better place. Most definitely. And, and one thing, I mean, um, I, and I was, this is something I was going to be talking to you about anyway, but like our eight, my eighth grade um, technology class, we did a kindness project. It was like the first thing we did. And we had a group who, they wanted to do a peer tutoring, like mm-hmm. eighth grade being able to help third graders or something. And they came up with a whole protocol of, you know, all right, well, you have to have a, this GPA in math if you're going to mm-hmm. help with math. Oh, wow. and mm-hmm. So, like, th- that's something they're interested in talking to you and Mrs. Bertolas about. Yeah. Of, like, you know, is that something they can do? Well, we do. We have fifth do. grade students fifth grade, that yeah. come down right. and, and help during a third grade RTI. Yeah. Um, we, and we had you do a podcast with one of the boys. Right. Uh, he used to come down, and, and he was great, you know, and it's just talk about students building uh, relationships and that, with teachers, yeah, that's it. older students building, building relationships mm-hmm. with, with younger, younger students. students. And yeah. that, again, that empathy that, you know, goes to being on the bus and somebody's doing something and maybe you have an older student stick up for a younger mm-hmm. student or my neighbor is something. a uh, board member at our township and he just went to the Atlantic City Convention and sat through something Wings of Change mm-hmm. where it's like the buddies and the oh well the wingman the, program we actually are, yes, we're yeah. actually bringing that here yeah, oh, this year, right? Mr. Harris point. has been very involved in that we actually on um, our last in service um, Mrs. Shaughnessy Mrs. Um, Mrs. Kilpatrick and Mrs. Madison actually went to the training. Oh wow! Oh, so we're it we're, sounded so cool. We're he, there. He's <laughs> we're, good. He we sat got. through that uh, keynote and he was gonna go through. I guess they have sessions, or he was gonna mm-hmm. go sit through some. He said it broke his heart. The story broke his heart. Yeah, it's a, a student that was Sandy, um, killed in Sandy Hook. The first oh, okay, they said right. the first student, and he yeah. was from England. He was yeah. from England who relocated for Apple. And I mean the story. He he says just he the end of the keynote. He's like, you know what? I'm going home and I'm gonna hang out with my family. Because yeah. it wow. was it was that powerful. Yeah. It would, well, now I didn't sit through the keynote, but just him telling the story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it tugs at your heartstrings. Right. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah, we actually had um, a webinar with him. Okay. The, the, wow. Um, He's from England, over the, right? I guess I it think... was at the end of last school year we did. Okay. Yeah, and we um, met him, and he went over the program with the administrative team at one of our team meetings in the spring, and then. So um, are we one of three schools that are getting? Because if this program happens, don't do they do something with a playground or or? I I don't know if that was something they were using at the okay. to, like to like kind of encourage people to sign up. I mean, we we've been signed up. We just okay. haven't. We have a lot of initiatives going right. on, and you know, we we've suffered from initiative overload before. Right. So we're really trying to um, 
there are great so many great things going on but you know trying to get things in place I, they're going to going to pilot this year um with the younger you know just a few grades mm-hmm. and then go from there okay cool so it will be coming soon but well, it is a really neat a very exciting program That's awesome. and it'll fit in nicely with some of our other things that we do already with the peer mentoring and that sort right. of thing cool. and just again something to hit that social emotional mm-hmm. learning that we you know you're starting to s- realize how how important it is you know well yeah. it's isolation right and now if these kids don't feel isolated because now maybe you know they're together right in their little cluster of grades for however long and they can be isolated or whatnot or, or feel like they're left out but now maybe because of programs like this right someone mm-hmm. in the middle school walks by them and says hey what's up buddy right. yeah. you know sometimes that's all it yeah. takes yeah and we you know it is funny we so many things happen nowadays and you're like wow that's so cool this is neat and look at how far we've come and then i stop and i think back to some of the things that i did when i was younger i remember all the way back in middle school we had a program called project reassurance where we called people in the neighborhoods that lived by themselves and we learned about how to talk to them and how to wow. you know check on them and i i think back to some of those things that that i did and they were i really learned a lot from them and i remember them right. from being in in school and um that was way back i grew up in willingboro and that was way back we did that at memorial junior high so so i remember that stuff and um i remember when i taught um high school i taught on tv we had interactive tv and i had other high schools that that i taught for for a vocational english course so you know we had some of these things in place and we don't stop and think about yeah we have come far but we did you know and i guess stuff cycles around right yeah we did we did some of those things back in the day and 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 learned some of those things those were the baby steps right yeah and just well there was yeah for so long i know i've been in it for 13 years and i and i see how how my teaching has changed dramatically um, from year right. one. Yeah. And, and I know in year one, I would have never thought I social emotional learning mm-hmm. was a thing you'd have to focus on because right, that's that's what they do at home and, right. and how things have, like now you should guys brush your teeth every day. <laughs> you should take a shower every right. day. And you well, should, yeah, so we definitely you know, had that like, in middle school. And, yes. <laughs> but you know, like maybe, maybe that did have to be addressed when mm-hmm. I was yeah. first, like, mm-hmm. I don't know, but now I just see it and I can remember people, I can remember teachers that did do that. And yeah. we uh, we had a program, gosh, back in Stratford. I remember we had a speaker come and talk about just how important it was to say hi to the kids every day. Right, right. And let them know that somebody was happy that they came to school right, that right. day. Right, Somebody's there for them. And yeah. how much that does improve their performance. Right. And so we had um, a program where we just did that. Everybody, we kind of divvied up kids and you made sure that you just checked in and said hi with those students every day. And, and uh, it was... It was interesting to see the progress that made and an improved attendance too. Yeah. And, and it's so sad. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean to to yeah. to not have someone at, at to for them to feel like they don't have someone. Right. I think mm-hmm. that's that's a tough part and yeah. there's a lot going on in today's world with yep. social media yes. Yes. and 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 every <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know, you know. And you're like and you're like I can't believe, you know, it's RTI and we're working on reading and writing, but now and and math and now all these other social things shoot yeah. off right. of it. But yeah. it's important. Anxiety and, mm-hmm. and the stress it, they feel and, and mm-hmm. how to deal with that in the classroom. And yeah. I mean, I, I and I mean, is that psychiatry? Is that psych, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you so, almost have to be social work. You're, you're a little bit of everything. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's what you need to do. 
Yes, right? it is. It's but true. that was, you know right. what? That was, I think that was my best RTI year when, when, because you address students' needs, right? Mm -hmm. And if they don't need help with math, they don't need help, and they're just going to sit there and, and, you know, do something that's, that's going to further their learning and, and help them grow. But you know what? If they need something yeah. emotional, find something we're going to give that too. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Find what they need and let's, let's find a way to give it to them. Awesome. So I think that was a, that's actually a good way to end, right? Find yep. something they need and, and, and give, give it to them. them. <laughs> um, so simple, right? Right. Yes, it is. That's our motto. Yeah. So thank you so much for taking the time out of your, your morning to, to meet with us and talk about this. Um, yeah, we know you got a lot going on. So. Yeah. Oh, well, so we thank you. It. This is really great. I'm, I'm glad to have a forum where I can push our <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> A soapbox, right? Yeah. yeah. About how right. important it yeah. is. Good right. idea. So, uh, all right. So that's our episode. Um, again, I'm Ron Nober. I'm Joe DiPaolo. And we've been here with... Jennifer Horner. All right. And Who has a great radio voice, yeah. by the way. <laughs> yeah. Sounds uh, great. We'll see about that. <laughs> um, check us out on teachernerds.com. Check us out on Twitter at teachernerds. Joe, check us out on Twi In or Instagram at teachernerdspodcast. And Jared, that's nerds with a... Z, Ron. Thank you very much. And we'll see you all next time. Teacher nerds, teacher nerds, knocking on your door. Open up, let's take your teaching further than before. Give it a try, don't be shy, there's nothing there to lose. Worst thing that happens, kids get pain on their shoes. We're talking teacher nerds, I'm talking teacher nerds.